Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We are enraptured by Psalm 18, I think is the word, Colin, as we are looking about how God reveals himself to us through the Psalms. And we made the point that this psalm is written by David, having been pursued by Paul relentlessly. Yet you make the point that he's so confident in God because uh, his confidence started to grow as he was a shepherd boy, a young boy. Yeah, you know, as as, as we're looking at these psalms, I, I feel I'm giving away too much about myself, actually. Um, I, you know, of, of what really makes me tick because the psalms have been such an important part of my spiritual life over the years. And, um, uh, you know, it's a good practice, I think, to read a psalm every day. I don't know that I do that every day, but but certainly to, to live in in the revelation of the psalms. And there's just so much wonderful, encouraging truth, you know, because David is a man who, who knew where it was at in times of facing all the difficulties that life can throw at us. But he also knew the answer, he knew that the Lord was the answer, and he knew how to move out of his problem into the answer. And here in Psalm 18, verse 25, to the faithful you show yourself faithful, to the blameless you show yourself blameless. Now, this follows on from what I was saying yesterday. You see, you reap what you sow. Uh, if you seek to be faithful to God, God will surely show himself faithful to you, faithful in fulfilling the promises that he gives. Um, and, and, you know, if you seek to live a pure life, a holy life, God reveals his purity, his holiness to you. That's wonderful. I don't think there's anything more wonderful than when God reveals his holiness to you. It's totally disarming at one level um, because, you know, you feel like nothing before the holy God. But it's just so wonderful. I mean, it is just so wonderful to know that that in him there is no darkness, there is no shadow of turning. You know, to the crooked you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. You know, God God knows how to deal with all of us, doesn't he? And he, even, even when we go through times of pride, he just gently, it doesn't do it, harshly but gently he just begins to correct us and rebuke us and if necessary he just sort of withholds his hand of blessing for a while until we humble ourselves before him and then he's very quick to restore everything that he wants to do in our lives i, I you know i'm just i'm amazed by god i'm just amazed that that here he is the great creator of the universe and there's all these millions and millions of people all over the world and he knows each of us so intimately he deals with us so individually and personally he knows me and loves me and cares about me and all the details of my life and this is true for everyone who's listening uh, he knows us and this is the secret of having an intimate relationship with God, to understand, first of all, that he knows you and everything about you. And so, I mean, he's intimate with you because, and if you're a believer, he's actually come to live in you. I mean, how much more intimate can you get than that? And that just shows how deeply he is concerned about every aspect of your life. He turns darkness into light. He turns darkness into light, yes. And, you know, verse 30 um, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. That's why we need to live in his word every day, you see. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. 
For who is God beside the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You give me your shield of victory, and your right hand sustains me. You stoop down to make me great. You broaden the path beneath me so that my ankles do not turn. I mean, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And you see, this God is your God. This Lord is your Lord. He is your rock. He is the one who is able to answer you and make your feet like the feet of a deer. It's amazing, you see, that it's not enough to God just to save us out of our difficulties or to save us for heaven. He's the God who is intimately involved and, and with us and in us every day, through every situation, every circumstance. There's never a moment in time when he's bored with you or when he's lost interest in you. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. He is always there for you. You know, you can be on holiday, sunning yourself in the beach, you know, just thinking about nothing in particular. And then suddenly you can think of something or someone perhaps you know who has a need or or you feel the Holy Spirit's impressing that upon you, and immediately, even while you're lying there on the beach, you can pray. And God's there, and God's listening, and God knows, and God understands, and God's with you. He's the God of the immediate moment, all the time, all the time. He's not the God who is far off, remote, and distant, uninvolved, but he's the God who is, is all the time wanting to share in our lives. And th this is the amazing thing, Julia, I find. I mean, I'm a nobody, but God wants to share in my life every day. It, it, it's just all awesome. It's awesome. So, of course, if I have a need, he's concerned about that. And he's going to be working for my good in that. It is so true that in all things, he works together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Reading these verses, it's as though he's always a step ahead of us, always anticipating what's going to happen next. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because, you see, uh, I was talking about, you know, when you have a need, just go apart from the Lord and listen to what he's saying to you. And you find that he is, yeah, he's, he's at least one, if not several steps ahead of you. And he's preparing you not only um, for the things that are happening now, but for what is going to happen in the future. He's building into your life all kinds of, I, you know, I, I find that, I can I can be spending time with God and he's speaking to me about stuff and I thought, well, what's he speaking to me about this for? And and he's doing this and saying that and and dealing with the other. And I say, well, it's all very interesting. It was all very nice. And then a few days later, something happens in your life and you realize 
God in those times was preparing you for what you didn't know was going to take place. And this is the amazing thing about God, you see, because he not only knows what's going on now, but he, he knows the end from the beginning. He can see the future. He can see what lies ahead of you, and he can prepare you for that. It's just so important for us to build that relationship with God day by day by day. So he's choreographing things all the time. Yeah, he's, he's, he's preparing us for what lies ahead all the time, all the time, all the time. In, in verse 46 of Psalm 18, David says, The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God my Savior. He is the God who avenges me who subdues nations under me, who saves me from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From violent men you rescued me. Therefore I will praise you among the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to your name. He gives his king great victories. He knows unfailing kindness. He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. Well, you're a descendant of David because you're a person of faith. And... Um, you, you you could say, well, some of these verses apply very specifically to David as a king. That's true. But, of course, there are lots of truths here just in those few verses that apply to all of us. The Lord lives, yes. He is our rock, yes. We exalt him because he is our savior, yes. He is the God. You don't, you don't have to avenge yourself. You know, vengeance is mine. I will repay, say the Lord. So revenge, vengeance is out of our lives altogether. We don't even think in those terms. We don't think of getting back at people because of what they've done to, to us. We just think of being merciful and forgiving and, and being long-suffering. But you see, just as he gave uh, David victories, so he gives us the victories. You know, we are overcomers. He who overcomes will inherit the crown of life. He who overcomes will reign with, 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 with Jesus on his throne. All those things that we read in Revelation 2 and 3 about those who overcome. Well, God enables us to overcome. He enables us to have victory. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul says he always leads us in his triumphant procession in Christ. You see, as we learn to trust him, yes, there will be difficulties. Yes, there will be problems. Yes, all kinds of things that will arise in our lives that we would very much prefer had never happened. But at the same time, he will always lead us in his triumphant procession. Interesting that he subdues nations and saves us from our enemies. I mean, we all have people that sometimes they're difficult to deal with, sometimes to manage. Does that mean that there's always a spiritual dimension to every problem? Yes, our fight is not against flesh and blood, as Paul says in Ephesians 6, but it is against the spiritual force of wickedness. Uh, on the earth and, and in heavenly places. And we always need to remember that. But you see, Jesus has overcome on the cross. He has overcome the powers of darkness. He has overcome the devil. He has overcome everything that can overcome us. He's overcome sin. He's overcome temptation. He's overcome sickness. He's overcome affliction. He's overcome um, rejection and, and all of those things. And the scriptures are a wonderful revelation of this total victory that is, that, that is ours because we have been crucified with Christ and therefore every part of what he's done on the cross is ours and is part of our inheritance. I think it's just so wonderful. What a wonderful God. What a wonderful, wonderful God. I just can't get over how wonderful he is. And you know, the more I read these Psalms, the more I, I just feel, well, what a wonderful, wonderful Lord. And just to think he cares about you and me. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 